This morning, I'm meeting with Bill Stewart, who is the president of the YMCA here in Vancouver. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Very nice of you to spend the time to chat with us. Always a pleasure. Now, some people are some people are very familiar with the Y because it's a worldwide organization, but some newcomers to Vancouver may not know what sorts of activities the Y is involved in. Perhaps you could explain some of these. Sure, I'd be happy to. First of all, I guess I'd talk a little bit about the Y on a worldwide basis. The Y is in about 130 some countries in the world, and it is the largest uh, membership volunteer membership organization in the world. Its uh, office of the World Alliance is in Geneva, Switzerland. And uh, every Y, though, is a very independent organization governed by volunteers at a board of directors levels who hire someone like me to be the administrator. And uh, so that's basically how structurally we are, we're organized. One question, and I'm going to jump in here mm -hmm. uh, from time to time. Of course, the YMCA originally or does mean Young Men's Christian Association. Now, is these, are the services or is membership in any way uh, limited by religion? No, not in, not in Canada. Uh, and in most countries of the world, it wouldn't be limited to religion. But I would say that if uh, people come from other parts of the world, they might uh, find that the Y is uh, more aimed at the Christian population than it would be the uh, indigenous population of that country. And those would be cases where the Christian population would be the very minority, so 1% uh -huh. or 2%. And uh, so, for instance, if you take the YMCA in Malaysia, uh, which is in a Muslim, secular Muslim country, uh, Islamic country, the Y is the minority, and although it serves everyone, okay, in terms of uh, religion, it can only have members uh, that are Christian. Mm -hmm. But what's the situation here in Vancouver? In Vancouver, uh, basically, we embrace all religions of the world. Uh, we don't make any uh, any uh, demands of people of of the religion. All we ask people to do is believe in our core values and uh, operate by our our guiding principles, which are basically the same foundations as every major religion in the world. And so you have members who are Muslim, who are yeah. uh, Buddhist, Sikh, uh, Jewish, uh, atheist, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, one of your main projects recently has been the new Y in Surrey, I believe. Yeah, we've been working on the uh, YM Surrey for about uh, six years now, and we are in construction at the present time. We expect to be able to open about mid-September. And uh, it's the first YMCA that uh, has been built in British Columbia in the last uh, 23 years. And from the point of view of someone who has, say, recently uh, immigrated to Canada, what kinds of services, what can the Y mean to a family or an individual who has come here and doesn't know many people and uh, is interested to uh, get to know people in this society? Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good question. I think that uh, one of the first things you'd have to say about a why is a, a why is a lifetime experience. And so uh, what we would ideally like, and we have, are people that join as children and are still with us uh, when they're grandfathers and grandmothers. In fact, uh, we have one woman that's over at our South Slope I'm say by Langara on 49, that is 90-some years old, and she continues to swim twice a week and compete in uh, swim races across the province and each time she does of course she wins because there's no one in her age category. How old is she again? She's in 90, 92 or 93 My years old. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, and we have little kids that that start in Wise and our day camps and our camp programs and our membership programs. And I think the services that we really offer is that people are able to participate with other people uh, with similar interests in terms of uh, healthy lifestyles, getting involved in various things that we do do, and uh, can do that as a family, can do it as an individual, uh, can do it over a lifetime. And uh, typically one thinks of the Y as a place to go and work out in a gym or swim or play basketball. Is it just that kind of thing or what are some of the other aspects? Well, we do do a lot of that for sure. But uh, Noah, we in fact uh, teach English language. Mm-hmm. Uh, we engage in uh, programs that are international development kind of things in terms of partnerships with other Ys around the world. Uh, we do programs that are designed for employment. Uh, so we work... Uh, with people that are, uh, well, one project we run right now is uh, is uh, what's called YIP, which is a youth internship program, which mm-hmm. are for kids primarily that have dropped out of school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and their stories are quite dramatic, mm-hmm. and uh, we deal with the kids right across uh, the province and up into the Yukon. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the design is is that we help teach them a little bit about what is expected of them as a uh, when they were uh, w- when they get a job with an employer, right. so there's kind of an attitude shaping going on for mm-hmm. three weeks to four weeks, and then basically we place them with the civil service. It's a combination program or a uh, funded program with the uh, with the federal government civil service, um, and they in fact find mentors, or mm-hmm. at least we collectively find the mentors, right. and uh, then they're matched up with a mentor. And uh, they're uh, able to work for the mentor uh, with the mentor for uh, an average eight months to nine months. And this, and for many of these young people, this is the very first time that they've been able to uh, get a little bit of a toehold on uh, what an employment's all about. Mm-hmm. And it's a great thing for the mentor because it's the very first time in many cases that they've had to take on the roles of a, of a coach mm-hmm. and uh, and as a bit of a guidance person, right. uh, role model right. uh, to young people. Mm-hmm. And um, what we found is uh, there has been some tremendous success stories come out of this where kids are then up for actual employment mm-hmm. and receive uh, employment offers in the federal service. Well, that's, that's certainly an interesting program. I also understand that you provide uh, daycare. We provide daycare. We're the largest provider of child care in the province of British Columbia mm-hmm. uh, with about 43 centers uh, throughout uh, the lower mainland. And um, they, they run a range from uh, full-time under five care for, mm-hmm. for children to uh, out-of-school care, before school, uh, noon hour care, and, and after-school care. And uh, we have some special programs that are also operating in relationship to uh, young women that uh, are uh, finishing school as uh, as, they, as they've been given birth. Uh-huh. And so their children are in childcare and they're finishing up high school. Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple of programs like that as well. And do you also run summer camps for children? We are the largest provider of uh, children's summer camps programs. Uh-huh. And uh, we've got three centers. One is about 90 four years old, and that's uh, Camp Elphinstone, well-known in this part of the world, and actually around the world, because about 25% of the people that come to that camp are from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we have Camp uh, Howdy, which is a little over 50 years old, mm-hmm. 
and we have Camp Decca, which is up in the uh, uh, Caribou country, about six or seven hours from here. So that would be a good opportunity for, uh, say, uh, children who live in Vancouver, and sometimes uh, people who have, particularly in the case of recent immigrants, they don't know much about the province. They haven't been out to see much of BC. So uh, I guess one could recommend that uh, kids from that background should take advantage and get out and see. It's an, it's an excellent uh, it's an excellent thing for a couple of points of view. One yeah. is just to make connections with with other children right. and other youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great spot to uh, learn about Canadian society and group living. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, it's a great it's a great thing in the sense that you can go as a camper right. and eventually become a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, from a leader, you can become a paid counselor. And so there's quite a quite a range of experiences that uh, that people can engage in. The other great thing is is that there's people there from all over the world and even from the Lower Mainland from all different ethnic and racial backgrounds. Right. So it's a very mixed affair. Right. Um, and that, that would be one of the important things that we also find with we try to do in our English language, for instance. We, we tend to try to uh, have people with a variety of backgrounds as opposed to singular backgrounds. Do you find, I know in some schools in the Lower Mainland it can be a problem if there's a lot of uh, students from one particular language group that they will collect together and speak the language, which really doesn't help them with their English in the long run. What's been the experience at these camps? Do people mix better? Does uh, Do people all tend to you know mix across different uh, language groups, or do you still get these little cliques forming? Yeah, no, by and large, they would mix. Um, we uh, we would have multi-language skills in relationship to the counselors that are on, uh, on site, but the language of the camp is English. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, the people that come from around the world to engage in our camp also uh, come for uh, to learn English as a part right. of that experience. Right. And um, so that's our that's our intention. I guess the other thing I should mention is, is that we have uh, members uh, from all over. Uh, uh, the world in terms of their their uh, origins are in our memberships mm-hmm. and again it's our la- the language of the membership is English right. al- although we do try to have uh, the capability as much as we can of uh, some of our instructors and some of our service staff as having multi language uh, capability right. um, there's no you know I've often wondered I thought that it would be an interesting uh, project to have almost like a, an English language camp again for some people who are struggling with English here in Vancouver where we would take them out of Vancouver to some of the regional centers uh, in British Columbia for a period of time mm-hmm. uh, in you know uh, where they would get to experience what life is like elsewhere I guess there's no such a activity on right now not, none, none that I'm aware of mm-hmm. um, no that would be an interesting idea I mean some wise are um, do sponsor uh, family camps right uh, we have not been able to do those uh, particular camps as our camps are pretty full as they are right and um, and so we would we would have to we would struggle a little bit to find the find the space right but uh, yeah there are there are those there are those kinds of uh, programs I know elsewhere and I think they'd probably be very valuable now how in what way do the facilities or the services offered by Y differ from let's say what the community center offers well, I, I think in some respects uh, there's a there's a difference in the sense that we're a 
volunteer organization that uh, is volunteer driven. Mm-hmm. And while the community centers community centers can't have volunteers, well, they're not allowed to have volunteers. Well, no, some of them do have volunteers. Oh, they do have volunteers. Yeah, yeah. I guess our our volunteers are are based upon uh, a structure of the organization in mm-hmm. the sense that we start there. That's our fundamental belief: is volunteers and staff of the partnership to deliver services. Mm-hmm. So that's one one difference. The other difference uh, is uh, around the whole area of belonging, mm-hmm. uh, membership. Do you belong to something? Mm-hmm. Uh, with a with a with a with a basically a a, a value base, mm-hmm. okay, that we invite people to participate in. So that's a that's a difference. And uh, again, we're not publicly funded. We have right. to we have to make it on our own. Uh, so we ask people to participate with us in a philanthropic way too, mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, we we attempt to make sure that no one is ever turned away from a, or denied a YMCA experience for lack of funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people, for instance, that have come to our country that are new immigrants, uh, if they wish to belong to the Y and don't have the funds for them or their family, the Y will provide scholarships or ways in which they can, in fact, engage in those uh, in those membership programs. Mm-hmm. Do you have people from uh, uh, sort of the different ethnic communities volunteering at the Y? Oh yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be some of the activities that the volunteers would do at the Y? Well, in terms of the range of activities, we've got people that volunteer to uh, do converse, conversation clubs in English language. Mm-hmm. We've got people that volunteer to do t-ball sports programs, basketball. Right. We've got uh, people that do karate. People that do. Uh, uh, counseling mm-hmm. people that do uh, training programs. I mean, quite a quite a variety of uh, right. coaches. I mean, quite a variety. You do run uh, sort of uh, slow pitch softball and that kind of thing as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. very large programs. Right. Yeah, I've always felt that that would be a great place for a particularly a younger adult uh, immigrant to get to know Canadians is to participate in slow pitch because yeah. it's really not that difficult to play. No, and it's not very competitive. No, and it's just a great social event. Great social time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, we operate that particular program for adults out of our South Slope Y. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for children, we do that uh, mainly in uh, Surrey and Langley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you keep coming back to the values of the Y. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could maybe expand a little bit on some of the, the core values of the Y. Well, I, I guess what we uh, we believe, first of all, the Y has always been a, it's been around for in Canada for over 150 years now. Mm-hmm. It's been in uh, our city here for about 115 years. And it's been based upon some core values of responsibility, respect, and honesty, and caring. Those are kinds of the, the core values that, that we espouse and which we try to build into our, our programs. Mm-hmm. And when you when you start there as your framework uh, and then ask yourself the question, how are we making sure that those particular values are in our programs, you start you start to redefine how you deliver things mm-hmm. and uh, how what action you might take in response to given situations and uh, so those those have been our guiding kind of guiding posts mm-hmm. uh, all the way along and then from a sort of an organizational basis that uh, we've always believed in in uh, belonging is a very important thing mm-hmm. uh, that people have to have opportunities to belong to something to, right. be, to believe in something mm-hmm. uh, we believe in leadership taking leadership mm-hmm. and providing leadership opportunities so mm-hmm. the development of, of leadership skills is a big thing for us uh, whether it's campers in training and mm-hmm. counselors in training or whether it's leaders in training or whether you're 
a volunteer that is just receiving uh, some uh, some training in terms of being able to apply your particular uh, expertise to someone else mm-hmm. or with someone else. Uh, those would be important things for us. Um, and we're also uh, an organization that believes in serving. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's a service ethic and you know, a mentality to serve people. Mm-hmm. And it's not just from a customer service point of view, but from a service point of view. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one would be is renewal. We're always an organization that has to be involved in renewing itself. Mm -hmm. Because if we're, from a business point of view, if you wanted to look at it in business terms, we're a very large social marketing uh, organization. Mm -hmm. Because if the market or need is not apparent in the community and we're trying to serve something that doesn't exist, we won't be there very long. Mm because uh, we have to be defined by the needs. Right. And then if you do that over time and you take a look at all of the things that the Y has created, it's an amazing story of firsts because mm-hmm. we have created more, more things than any other organization um, probably in the world mm-hmm. um, because of that defining. Most people don't know that basketball was started in YMCA schools, volleyball was started in YMCA schools, modern weightlifting was started in YMCA schools, table tennis was brought to China by YMCA's. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, an incredible list of stories. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And, and I think when you talk about belonging, it, it, it brings up the word community in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also about community building, bringing people together. That's right. Yeah. We. We, we have a very strong belief that uh, people should uh, engage in, in, uh, in building community themselves, that everybody's got a responsibility to take some leadership to get involved, and that we should do for ourselves, that, right. that uh, community is not built by other people providing services. Community is built by people getting involved to deliver services. I think that's an excellent model of a, of a community, people building it themselves rather than waiting for someone to give it to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good note to end our discussion on, so thank you very much. Well, thank you for the opportunity. <laughs>